from Relevant Magazine. It's the Relevant Podcast. It's the week of Friday, June 1st, 2012. It's the Relevant Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Strang. If you guys heard what we just did, <laughs> Calvin let out his true laugh. Um, uh, here with me in our Orlando studios is the very lovely Calvin Kearley. Oh. oh. Looking so. right at me. Mixing it up. Mm, I feel lovely already. So, <laughs> Say, say hello, Calvin. That's what hello, we do. Calvin. Okay, there. Um, <laughs> to his immediate right, Maya Strang. Hey. On the Skype line from Loverland, Virginia, the one and only Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. I actually, are you the one and only in 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 uh, Virginia? Uh, possibly in the state. I, I I'm sure there are other. I, I've Googled myself before, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, evidently there's a pretty good uh, women's basketball player named ah, Jesse Carey. Sure. I think I could beat her, but. Well, yeah, because you're a man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but she plays for Villanova. <laughs> no, you from my understanding, you cannot beat her. <laughs> I, I, I think we've mentioned this in the past, but I, I have, I've actually never Googled myself. You never. I, I'm just yes, gonna own have. it. I know that's a narcissistic. I thing never to have. Do. I've never Googled hey, but, but myself. I'm gonna own it. You know, I've done it. I know who because I am and what I've done and said. No, I don't need Google because, to tell me. No, because people said there was another one of you, and so then you Googled yourself. No, that was in or 1998. There was no Google. Name. Oh. I did some web search in 1998 for the other Cameron Strang. There is another one. There um, another there's one. actually, I, I, somebody alerted me that there's a child that fell off a balcony in Illinois, also named Cameron Strang. Mm-hmm. Um, he lived. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Cameron Strang's really strong. It's, it's really coming on. Uh, it's a national trend. It's catching fire. <laughs> name your kids Cameron Strang. That's our illustrious producer on the ones and twos, Chad Michael Snavely. My firstborn will be named Cameron Strang Snavely. <laughs> in your honor. CSS. That's right. It's amazing. <laughs> I like it. It's, it's a hyphenated first name, though. Right. Cameron Strang. <laughs> no, there's no hyphen. It's just one word. It's like Cameron Strang. Cameron Strang. <laughs> Cameron Strang. And then uh, you could do the How I Met Your Mother middle name. Wait for it. Yeah. So th- that was the middle name of their child. Yeah. Chad, wait for it. Snavely. No, Cameron Strang, wait for it. Snavely. Yeah. That's my son. That's a little Cameron Strang. Wait for his name. Like. Hasn't been born yet, but man, he's got a great life ahead of him. Hey, well, the good thing about Cameron, it could go either way. It could be your daughter's name. Right. That's true. Right. Thank you, Well, Cameron. if I have same, a daughter. Jesse. Yeah, if I have a daughter, <laughs> Jesse Carey. Wait for it. Snavely. Be a phenomenal I mean, basketball player. there could be a good female basketball player also named Cameron Strang. That's right. right. That's right. Uh-huh. With Cameron Strang Snavely, it creates issues when they're filling out like SATs and ACT test forms because there's not going to be enough mm-hmm. blocks for the name. Yeah, that is, would be annoying. Not enough. Name. There wasn't enough for just Cameron. I was always Camaro. Camaro. Camaro Strang. Like, man, this guy's into cars. Yeah. <laughs> Camaro Strang. I like Camaro. <laughs> that's how they should have pronounced it for that's like a ne- That sounds like a fashion trend. I had a teacher in second grade that uh, called me Cameron. Cameron. And I corrected her like every time, and she didn't care. It's Cameron. From planet number nine. <laughs> that's his nervous laugh. <laughs> uh, we have a, uh, oh, wow. Unlike the start, we have a great podcast for you today. Um, coming up later, we have uh, a, a fantastic performance by Derek Webb and Sandra McCracken. Uh, you won't want to miss that. They're a husband and wife team, right? That, that is correct. The dynamic duo. I was just saying because for listeners who don't know, they don't have the same last name. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I mean, it's not obvious. Maybe they should hyphenate Derek Webb. Web McCracken, right? Yeah. Or McCracken Web. I mean, it seems like it would clear this kind of confusion up. It's true. I'm sure her There's legal a lot of name is Web. You think it's Sandra Web? Yeah. But she kept her stage name. Yeah. But they performed together. Right. So that's just, what I'm saying. Keep keep people guessing on their toes. Why can't they just be the Webs or the Web McCrackens? <laughs> McCrackens a really good last name. The family Web. Yeah. Mccracken and Web actually helped me with a parking ticket last month. Fantastic. Like Franklin Bash. Yeah. Oh. They're, they're just two Franklin happy-go-lucky, you know, early thirty-something lawyers playing by their own rules. Yeah, they tell it how <laughs> it is. Web. You're out of order. <laughs> <laughs> It's a motion heaven. to party. <laughs> <laughs> it's a heavily bleeped show, uh, if we know Derek Webb. Uh, <laughs> um, 
I I'm wearing Reebok pumps right now. I'm pumping them up. Literally, I'm pumping them up, and they work. Oh really? Oh, yeah. really you, didn't, you never had pumps growing up? I I think I did in the D Brown era, where he did the slam dunk competition, and he stopped and pumped up his. Yeah, pumps. That was, that was cool. when I was playing high pump, school basketball. Pump, pump it up. I think I had pumps then, but I I don't recall it. Well, I, let me caution you: if I were, if they're the same quality that I used to wear, which <laughs> I think mine may have been LA gear, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> they, but let me. Well, you laugh, but does yours have lights on them too? Oh, so. I wanted some LA gears, I didn't get them. But uh, I was more of a British Knights BK oh, kind of guy. Yeah, oh, BK. Sure. Yeah, they was, yeah, those were pretty sweet. But oh, but all that to say, you you. Back when I was a kid, they could pop if you overpumped. I've been pumping this entire time. Well, and my, <laughs> my foot is very constricted right now. Is it really? Yeah, it's like, oh it's like the blood pressure the test at the grocery store. It is literally like my foot's falling asleep. I've pumped it so How do you unpump it? You, there's a little release valve right next to the pump. Oh, uh, okay. Well, oh, that's great. If I was Shut a professional up. athlete, uh, which is, is, is still not technically not out of the question. <laughs> yeah, uh, or, or you can play for least, Villanova. Maybe at least I could pass this along to the other Jesse Gary. And let, <laughs> if she this, yeah. I'm going to tell her, look, bring back the lights on the shoes. <laughs> it was awesome. It was totally awesome, especially if you had it on the basketball court. Okay, well, if you go into like a Toys R Us or Babies R Us, little toddler shoes, they do have them with the lights. I'm talking about like LA gear status. <laughs> like, right. you know what I mean? When Jesse like has kids, they're going to all we're going to wear light up shoes for the first time. I'm not talking about like Spider-Man life. shoes, like with lights on. I'm oh. talking about sweet urban shoes. <laughs> sweet I'm urban about LA shoes. Gear. LA gear was not sweet urban shoes. <laughs> At no point. Oh, that's good stuff. I mean, you were six. I, That's, I, I think you're mistaken. That's why you thought they were We're awesome going to have to agree six. to disagree about how urban LA gear shoes were. <laughs> yeah, they are named after an urban city. That's true. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and they were the gear that the people there wore. <laughs> oh, why are shoes the only article of clothing you can pump up? Like, why, why can't oh. you get, like, gloves that you can pump up to and just... There's probably or a... Or sweater. A, like a sweater like a vest. Literally, my toes are tingling from lack of oxygen. Like yeah. my my feet are falling asleep. Yeah, don't you feel like if you had like a down puffy vest on, like you could just pump that thing up and it would keep you extra warm? I think yeah. that's I think they have those in airplanes for crashing in the water. You, you pull a little string and it inflates. It could be like a girdle too, you know. But you want that to make you smaller, Wait, not bigger. What's the slimming thing? Spanx. Spanx. It's it's it's, it's the next wave for Spanx. It, you're looking for inflatable Spanx. Inflatable yeah. Spanx. That's the opposite of what you want. Well, man, what, what if you have like like you're embarrassed about your small thighs or something? <laughs> Instead of getting. Implants, you get you're just like man. I, you know, I could either step, really start doing squats, you know, to fill out these skinny jeans, or I can get the inflatable spanks. That's what I want. Oh, inflatable spanks. Uh, but up first, your entertainment releases. Uh, you know, actually, that that awkward segue reminded me of something, Chad. Okay. <laughs> La- last week, long nights of. Editing. Last week was a short week for you. This week is too, mm-hmm. because you went to New York for an extended vacation over the holiday weekend. So, Chad. Uh, uh, you know, we, we he usually will finish the edit. I'll listen to it to make sure that no dirty jokes slip through. And, and then, most of the time they do. Yeah, the first. first and I like. It. Yeah, and uh, and so last week, you know, I got it, and he's out the door. Right. So it just, it, it just I literally threw it to you as I left. <laughs> it just and, and burned so, it to a disc just so you could throw it. So you know, I'm listening to it. It's, it's funny. It was it was it was a good episode. But then in in uh, feedback, the the ramble of the week went so long. We had to significantly cut feedback. Feedback, if it was unedited, probably would have been forty minutes, and it was a winding <laughs> road. Yeah, <laughs> it went. It went it all over weird. the place. It was weird. And so, Chad, for listen to make it listenable, cut it down to the best four minutes. And <laughs> because of that, the 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 segues were so abrupt. Mm-hmm. Like, there were things that made no sense. And it sounds like I'm a crazy person. Well. Well, but I'm saying, I just want to say for everybody who heard last here. week's feedback, it made sense. And and what you're missing is what makes it sound But really you would have had to have sifted through about three and a half hours worth. <laughs> of, and at that point, you would have just completely lost interest and nothing would have made sense anyway. But, but I, right. if I'm remembering correctly, it makes no sense. We're sitting talking about your best summer ever. And all of a sudden, I midstream say, where was the first place you drove your car? <laughs> I mean, it made, it made no true. sense. That's true. 
Wait, uh, we, but we they, just sense in real life. We, we just we put it out tell, there. We haven't told. I'm sure that in their mind they put they they bridge the gap. Right. There, there was about a 20 minute conversation <laughs> gap that was completely removed. Mm-hmm. Just so, so rather than just totally taking out the first first place to drive your car conversation, you left in me. Uh, I think right. I, I, I think Chad was testing you to see if you actually listen. I actually have a um, an auto edit button that I just press, <laughs> and it just anytime that you talk for more than five minutes, it, it just takes like a big like two and a half minute gap out. So throughout the course back. of the podcast, I mean, yeah, those weeks that I just don't have the time, I just yeah. hit auto edit auto and I edit. go out for coffee. Yeah. <laughs> the time or the desire. <laughs> yeah. If you don't have the will to edit, right. you just hit auto edit. Right. Yeah. It's an amazing so, new feature. I thought we were going to talk about. Oh, yeah. He slipped that in, too. <laughs> well, we're not going to talk about the oh, I mean, not? we're not going to, like, talk about them. Oh. But there was a moment in Rambo the Week. Yeah. There's a moment There's a moment oh, in Rambo yeah. the Week where, where yeah. Adam uh, says, he says this with his mouth. He says, you're going to have to take this out of the podcast. I cut, but I cut that section out. <laughs> <laughs> he says, you have to take this out of the podcast, but Lance Armstrong has one whereas Rambo has five. So rather than taking out the <laughs> a statement that could offend the eight-year-olds, Chad took out the, <laughs> the You're going to have to take this out. Yeah, uh, took out the warning. brilliant. Yeah. I, I, I w- I'll be honest. I was a little surprised. <laughs> I, Cameron made me listen to that section last night when I was baking, and I go, <gasps> But it made you laugh, didn't it? Yeah. That's right. And I was like, oh, well, it's been up for almost a week. People haven't really said anything, so I guess we're okay. <laughs> yeah. I no, saw somebody... No tweet it or uh, Facebook it. The quote. Yeah, the quote. And it sounds like a great new tagline for us. <laughs> <laughs> the relevant podcast. Lance Armstrong has one, whereas Rambo has five. Yeah. One I for see. each day of the week. The work week. The work week. There are seven. <laughs> no, I, I, I have two Sabbaths and I don't count them. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> takes, a, takes time off on the weekend. Um, anyway, so, that, so if you listen to the... Back half of last week's podcast. I apologize if anything was confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it was auto edited. It was Chad, and just Chad s- letting us know that we need to get our stuff. And together. just to set things up for this episode that you're listening to now, there's a good chance that a lot of stuff isn't going to make sense around the 45, 48 minute mark. <laughs> you, you could just I'm just skip telling that. you right. now. It's another short week for it's him. It's another so. short week for me. It's true. We yeah because <laughs> of uh, travel delays, uh, right. we missed a day, our normal record day, and so we're we're having to cram this in. But it is not Friday, so... Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so uh, up first, entertainment releases. Um, music coming out on Tuesday, June 5th. The Hives with Lex Hives. What does that even mean? L-E-X Hives. Hmm. Hmm. Lay Hives. Anyway. Brandy Carlisle's coming out with Bear Creek, which would be terrifying. A creek, full, a creek full of bears. Yeah, no, <laughs> mer, mer bears. <laughs> okay. Which, which, how awesome was that documentary? I recommend. Oh, um, by the way, your mer apes. Um, with I was very confused, Jesse, and a little concerned because about. you did this entire segment about mer apes, and the show was called Mermaids. Yeah, and, but this the okay. But but I said that's that what was, I said. I but I intrigued me, and so I'm going. Was he talking? About, well, no. Is this another you bullfrog. Were, you were vin- yeah. Incident? Was this the was this a bullfrog bulldog incident again? No, you were vindicated. It was about an ape like mer thing. They just called it mermaids. mermaids. But yeah, it, it was right. the aquatic ape theory. You. It was the worst. I sat there and watched it. It was. The, <laughs> you know. You know that everyone on there was actors, right? No. Yeah, because I, I was watching it, and I'm like, okay, for one, if if these scientists really had the bones of a like a like the murape, like they claim they did, w- wouldn't that be bigger news than just an Animal Planet documentary? So the, everyone on there is an actor. It's 100 scripted. It's it's pure science fiction. How did they find mermaids with SAG cards? <laughs> hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's a mock- it was a mockumentary. There was a yeah. <laughs> There was a moment where they're interviewing a professor at, from U- University of South Florida. So that was faked? Yeah, when they're USF all actors. Ser- wow. It was a mockumentary. Yeah. Well, it was Did absolute- you notice how good looking all the scientists were? How young and like hip they look? No. With their LA. <laughs> I just thought it was in contrast to the gruesome mer ape pictures. You know, everybody looks more attractive. Uh, <laughs> that's, <funny. laughs> that, that's the real aquatic ape theory. <laughs> Here, stand next to this ape. Oh, yeah. How, how did they? How did they get away with that? How was that? 
How's that not? I, I, I don't know because I was looking. I was reading about it on the <laughs> on the internet after just because I was so just because the whole thing was it took itself so serious. Yeah, it was ridiculous. You know? And they were like, you know, this is a, an abomination in TV, and it, you know, they didn't disclose until the credits that it was pure fiction. And so I like looked on the Discovery website, which Animal Planet is like a, a you know sister channel or whatever, and it had a press release about the show. But then there was an editor's note at the top that said this documentary is a work of pure science fiction. Unbelievable. Hmm. Yeah, but it was awesome, right? I call right, for guys? I call for a boycott of Animal Planet. <laughs> because if it wasn't fiction, it would have been pretty convincing that there are real life murapes out there. It was terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> also coming out, The Temper Trap with The Temper Trap. The Rocket Summer with Life Will Write the Words. And here is our pick of the week, The Minor Birds with Generals. Movie releases coming out Friday, June 8th. We are now in the thick of the summer movie season. Coming out on June 8th, uh, Prometheus. Oh, yes. Does that look good? What is <clears throat> that? looks really good. The trailer is one of the greatest trailers I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just that weird, like, noise. Music. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's that noise so awesome. thing. Somebody tweeted the other day that they're going to change their, uh, their ringtone to that. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's the same sound from yeah. the, the original. Murrapes. Alien movie by Ridley Scott, um, and it was used in that trailer. It, it also was it's in Murray's. In Murray's, yeah, it yeah. was also. That's, that's their sonar. It's how they communicate with each other throughout right? the whole. Program. But when a naval sonar experiment went bad and beached a bunch of whales, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, Prometheus looks. Great. Oh, the space one. Yeah, with Charlize Theron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. and they're doing a really good job of marketing the movie. They're releasing like little featurettes about like the characters. She was on um, uh, Colbert uh, last last night, or maybe two nights ago, and. Uh, it was about it was about something totally else and and at the very end of yeah, the interview he says you know like and you're also going to a little movie coming up Prometheus you know was, tell me a little about that she goes uh, she kind of looked around she goes I, I, I can't I mean there's probably literally somebody here a sniper to take me out before I can say a word about it so like they put all the actors on lockdown like they're trying to I, they're doing a great job keeping the mystery high mm-hmm. nobody knows really what it is um, I think it's a buddy comedy <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I think it's Prometheus and and Kumar. Yeah, you you think Vince Vaughn is in this film? Pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. He keeps showing up on places. Uh, also coming out, uh, Madagascar three, Madagascar three, Europe's most wanted. That's what's called. That'll do it for your entertainment releases. Stay tuned. Up next, slices. Listening to the Hives, the song is "Go Right Ahead" from their upcoming album Lex Hives. At the beginning of the podcast, you heard "Gossip" with "Move in the Right Direction." It's one of my favorite new albums right now. It's a good, good album. Do you have it on vinyl? I do not. I'm in the mood to uh, pick up a couple records this weekend, so just text Chad. That's what I do. Get the Prometheus soundtrack. Yeah, it's I, want just, that, I want that. It's just that sound. Here's the crap two and a half on vinyl. 180 gram. <laughs> well, I'm going to get it on vinyl because it's the original analog sound wave. I'm going to put it on a boat. And I'm going to go out <laughs> into the intercoastal and I'm going to hook me a Murray. Murray. <laughs> yeah. And I They're vow to you, I will bring him into the next week's podcast <laughs> or her. Just, just be careful because it's probably armed with a spear. Yes. Right, they were. That's true. Yeah, I wonder if they're all daughters of Triton. <laughs> Little Mermaid joke. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's time for slices. What do you have, Jesse? 
All right, well, uh, a lot of people have been really excited about the Avengers movie, uh, and some fans, you know, are dressing up to go to the film. Well, there is a DJ in Brazil that, that he's a pretty large individual, and he wanted to get in the spirit of the film uh, and really stand out at a, at a recent, like, race, like a 5K type of deal. So he, de- <laughs> he decided to paint himself green like the Incredible Hulk. Um, the only problem is, uh, for some reason, he de- instead of using body paint, which I guess he was afraid he would sweat off, he, de- <laughs> he decided to use uh, industrial strength uh, military-issued paint that is used to paint the surface of uh, ballistic missiles. No. Um, not the best thing <laughs> to cover yourself in head to toe. Um, so after the race, he tried to start washing the paint off. <laughs> Oh he's covered gosh. head to toe in the green paint and it wouldn't come off um, and so he really ended up having off? to get a lot of family and friends to help him wash it off and it made well not only did it make national news there but international news and to add insult to injury um, because it took over, uh, over 24 hours of hard scrubbing to get all of this paint off uh, the, the, the picture that was featured prominently in the Brazilian newspaper showed his uh, old mother um, scrubbing him with a toilet brush while he's just <laughs> sitting there looking forlorn. And to add insult to injury, the editors thought it was his girlfriend and oh. said that his mother was his girlfriend who was scrubbing him with a toilet brush. That's so moral thing. of the story, <laughs> don't use military-issued ballistic missile paint uh, as a substitute for green face pa- uh, green body paint. Wow. That's a good lesson. <laughs> yeah. I guarantee you, he won't do that again. At first, uh, some people were really worried that if it's going to actually cause him some kind of physical harm or if he's ever going to, if he almost like tattooed, like he dyed his skin. But luckily, most of it has scrubbed off at this point. I mean, you, you lose your skin cells. I mean, right? They regenerate. So in time, he would have He would have shed. You would think. He would have shed it. Yes, we should have just waited to shed it. That's what I yeah, do. Yeah, what if it like dyed his pigment? I don't you know? bathe. I just shed. I do a monthly oh, shedding. Yeah. Gross. I just stand in front of a high velocity fan and just let nature do its work. <laughs> I, I just use a dry loofah. It hurts. Yeah. It hurts. It hurts. But it's worth <laughs> it. I exfoliate. Yeah, I, I save cleanse. water. I'm pretty I'm pretty into the environment, so I just I'm, stop My skin water. is always bright pink. I'm translucent. You've always you're always on the, the second layer of skin, yeah, basically. I'm, I'm more of a dermis kind of guy. <laughs> I'm hypercolor. Like 24 hours a day. You can see me in the dark. We can see you in the dark and we can smell you. You, yes. you, you, have, no, you have no use for the epidural layer, no, right? I, I, you're, you're, no. Okay. Yeah. All right. What do you have, Maya? Um, so we've talked about jetpacks and all that fun awesomeness before. Of course. Well, in the in the news recently, since, since we can't install zip lines uh, across the street, you know, safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking uh, just investing in some jetpacks would be the the wiser way to yeah. go. Yeah, well, some some homemade yeah. jetpacks. Some homemade jetpacks. Well, apparently, it's coming to Central Florida. Ha! Water powered jetpacks <gasps> that use that propel the water. You have to be over a lake, obviously. So uh, we'll have oh, to, I've we'll seen have them. To dig a I'm canal, familiar. You know, over to the studio, so we can go back and forth. So we have to dig a canal. We could we could create a bear creek, maybe. Maybe have you seen thing. the videos on YouTube of those things? No. Yeah. They are awesome. It's amazing. I didn't even know it was real. It's like yeah. a hover hoverboard or those. Uh, it's it's from the uh, a 1965 um, 007 movie uh-huh. called Thunderball. I guess one of the guys did that in there, like did a jetpack over the water. Does it does it shoot water out or is it shooting air out? Yeah, no, it shoot. It, it has this big like tube that drags in the water it's really long tube so you're like 15 feet over the surface of the water yeah, it, and it's sucking water up and then shooting it out over the surface it is seriously one of the coolest things what's ever the, what's yeah, the it's, point it's a 33 foot long tube that is attached to the jetpack and so and it seriously like a lot of hassle and, you just get a jet ski yeah but you're flying yeah if you had a jet ski that jet could fly, it would be just like it that's why you do it it's like that thing that you wanted for your boat Oh yeah, the 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 towable that shot up yeah, in the air. Yeah, it's probably just as dangerous too. 
like one in five people will not make it back out of the water. So it's like a big, it looks like a jetpack like we're familiar with. It's a big thing you put on your back sort of a thing. With, with a tube yeah. like dragging behind it. Well, it's climbing to Central Florida and we might need to like... Go out and try it? Go out and try so, it. So is it like... He's you, supposed to start this month in June. He's coming, He's it's a guy who's coming up from, he's been doing it down in Key West for the past couple, couple years. And he allows people to like try it? Yeah, he trains you. You get a 30 minute flight for $199. What? He hasn't set the location on like what lake it will be yet. Lake Ivanhoe um, downtown. There you go, right there. <laughs> That'd be amazing. You might run into all that traffic though. Yeah, you would run they into I four. They probably that want to get a lake good. not so close to <laughs> yeah. cars. A guy in a, in a water powered jetpack flies across I four. <laughs> <laughs> get out of the way! Do you use regular hand signals like turning right? Uh, it's pretty hard to miss because there's water shooting everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you you have to um the only thing is you have to weigh 275 pounds or less so everybody lose weight in central florida so you can do these so it's coming well if you're morbidly obese lose weight it's um just in general in general this is just another motivation i'm just thinking yeah. if because you're because you can you can pay 200 dollars to, to use an aqua powered jetpack for half an hour i'm just thinking if you're get uh, your life together <laughs> Oh if gosh. you weigh three hundred, if you weigh three hundred pounds, you're probably not the sort of person who's looking for vigorous outdoor activities like water jetpacks. You well, know what I'm saying? I mean, you could be like a football player or something. That's true. There you go. That's true. Um, well, I think football players have have just come to terms with the fact that they're too big to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's not like they're aqua power jetpacks are just one of those. <laughs> one, of, one of the many things that massive football. So players here's can the website. Yeah, it's like you're talking to an offensive lineman, and you're like, you know, I, I bef- the one thing I really wish I would have taken into consideration before I chose this career path is the lack of ability I'll ever have to use an aqua powered jetpack. <laughs> it's true. Concussions it, are concerning, but this whole aqua powered jetpack thing. Really got me down. <laughs> Here's the website, guys. Blastoffadventures.com. Nice. Uh, is it? Is this advertorial? Did they pay you to promote them? I wish. You just gave out their Today's actual... Today's podcast is sponsored by Blastoff <laughs> Adventures. Adventures. This is a really big... What a cool sponsor. It's coming just down the road. Well, wait, wait, somewhere. No. So uh, let's tweet them and tell them that we gave them this promotion and they'll probably <gasps> give us a free ride. Oh, okay. 100,000 people from you around the it. world... You're the marketing guy. ...are going to be point. descending... <laughs> Descending on Central Florida because that would of this. Be, that would be the coolest uh, podcast sponsor ever. <laughs> ever. We have have you seen those videos we... on YouTube of those crazy people riding aqua powered jetpacks? Yeah, they sponsored this episode. I'm wondering if we need to do a remote, a remote recording from from Blast Off Adventures. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Today on a very special episode, <laughs> the relevant podcast. You would be so sad. You'd be the only one left out. We're all right. I, would, I we, honestly, I'd probably come down. If, he would if come down for that. Jetpack is in the equation. We might need to make this happen this summer. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Wireless mic just put you out there. I think it would be a little, a little loud, a little windy. Uh, Chad can clear all that up in post. Yeah, we'll <laughs> let Chad figure out the yeah, details. Let him figure that out. <laughs> Chad, we're going to be up on the aqua powered jetpack. You're okay figuring out the deets uh, for recording. He's having to run behind. Like the, the wireless range isn't very far, so he's he's, he's got like a little John boat with a trolling motor. He's trying to follow us. He's, he's just getting us. soaked by our back spray. Get <laughs> out of the way, Chad! Come on, Chad, a, you're gonna hurt somebody. Just get a hundred foot boom mic and just hold it up in the air. And then we just record it he, all elevated at 50 feet high. He's, he's treading water, but he has a massive boom mic connected to his head. <laughs> he's just swimming. And he's around. just treading water out there. <laughs> all right. What do you have, Calvin? Beat that. Oh, uh, wow. Um, in this week's adorable news. <laughs> he always has a beat. <laughs> he does have a beat. I got the cute beat. A, uh, an older couple. They're in, their, they're in their 80s. They've been married for 65 years. They have been wearing matching outfits no. for 35 years. No. Do they make them? Yes. <laughs> oh, they do? Yeah, they, uh, they've <laughs> picked out uh, various ensembles, including a floral theme, because the couple owns and, uh, owns and operates a successful flower shop. Still? In their, la- in their 80s? In their 80s. They have wow. made over 146 custom-made matching outfits. They, which, hold on, they've only worn 146 different outfits over 35 years. That's probably about right. Yeah, they but re- but if you're them. if you're the type of person that's wearing a matching outfit every day, I don't think getting caught up on the latest seasonal fashions are your biggest concern. That's true. Like you're probably getting four or five years worth of wear out of each outfit. But if you only, uh, but if you have a small number in rotation, they're going to wear out. That'd be like, let's say you have five. 
That's 50 washes a year. That's not going to last you multiple years. This is what you're I can't about? imagine these 80-year-olds have that active of a life, though. I mean, not, nothing against them. I'm just saying they're probably not, you know, playing football in them. I'm just saying, let's say they get 10 new outfits a year over 35 years. That's 350 outfits. If they do five, that's only 100. I'm just saying they, they don't have a lot of clothing options. Well, that's true. Well, they, they, the, she said the, the, the wife said the reasons they started doing this is that they would start doing more together. They've grown closer. Uh, they joke that they're connected by Velcro. Again, adorable. <laughs> but uh, I'm, but I'll, I'll be honest I'm, I'm starting to dislike this couple more and more <laughs> but uh, they actually said that in spite of the matching wardrobe for all these years the secrets to her marriage success are love and respect so uh, not exactly a slice but there's no other segment to mention it last week on the podcast we uh, conjectured there's so many of you listening should we should we step this up a notch the answer mm-hmm. was an overwhelming yes. Yeah, my twi- on, Twitter every- feed told me very clearly what <laughs> we should people do. Talk did to people you? find you in New York in your hotel room? Yes. <laughs> That's yeah, great. It was a very awkward meetup. Do you have any tweet ups? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so we launched a Relevant Podcast Twitter account. Uh, it's at Relevant Podcast. We also launched a Relevant Podcast Facebook page uh, where. We're trying to figure out still what to, what 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 to do there. I mean, there's you know a lot of questions at you, and you know there's a place to respond and correspond. Um, but yeah, so we, we're on social media now, and uh, it's 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 been fun. And Jesse's uh, been tweeting. We all are tweeting from the relevant podcast account. We're signing our tweets with our initials. So and I'm and I claim CS, and Chad has to be CMS. Or I just put like ones and twos in succession. Oh, I like that. So it kind of looks like 12, uh, but it's right, really 12. one to two. <laughs> People just think Dwight Howard's posting. D12's posting. Do one S, two S. Or just fill out the whole thing, ones and twos. Every every tweet. Half the tweet is yours. So yeah, we're just, we're going to kind of throughout the, you know, we're tweeting every day. Jesse's tweeting DVR reminders for fictional documentaries. You know, little things like that. He's also tweeting smack talk about LeBron James last night during the game. He missed the game-winning <laughs> shot. I, okay, the Heat won. But all I'm saying is Jordan would have hit that. So, yeah. So you were busy watching Hatfield and McCoy's, right? I was. Uh, it, it was a very well-made miniseries. An incredibly uh, violent, dark, and despairing. In in, in an equally significant uh, related news to Hatfield McCoy's, Kevin Costner is now rocking a soul patch. <laughs> <laughs> in real life, you guys see that? Do you no, guys see that? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, you know, on the internet or whatever, and they had, you know, they've been doing all the press for the the miniseries or, or series or whatever it is, and it's some like red carpet stuff from the premiere, and the picture of Kevin Costner, he has a soul patch. I hope it's for a role. I think he's very rock and I, roll right now. I'm positive it's not. <laughs> I think he has an album out. Doesn't he have an album out with some kind I think of band? He did, I think he did the music for Hatfields and McCoys. Okay. Or, or, or the theme song or something. I really do. If there's any celebrity, though, that it, a soul patch is literally the perfect fit, it's, it's Kevin Costa. I'm going with Nicolas Cage. For some reason, I don't know why. I don't know if Nicolas Cage can grow one. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm, I'm not basing that on anything. I think if he could grow one, he would always have one. That's the only reason why. Anyway, follow there us. There. And for more more of this sort of discussion, follow us at <laughs> Podcast or on our Facebook page. So um, the other thing, one of my favorite things I, I've enjoyed seeing of people uh, you know, contacting us over the last few days is... Uh, you know, we talked about how many people are listening to the podcast, and in passing, I just said, you know, and thank you to the 10% of you who actually subscribe to the magazine, which keep us in business. A lot of you have been contacting us saying, I am the 10%. And I, I, I'm like, I like this. They're li- lying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the math here, and there's a lot of people saying that. Yeah, that's true. So, there, you know, I am the 10%. I'm thinking, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a mug. I'm going to make a mug or something for the podcast that says, I am the 10%. I like that. I think we should do a I am the 10% calendar, and it just has like June. <laughs> <laughs> well, and a week of August. And a week, yeah. yeah. yeah you got to pick a, just a random week. <laughs> October, maybe. How about a ladder with one rung? <laughs> with one rung. <laughs> That's about right. So I, uh, I, we got thinking, seriously, we should do, 
We should do little podcast mementos, uh, kind of maybe even signifying some of the inside How about jokes. A sticker? I'm not saying, Maya, don't think about shipping costs because people <laughs> people could pay for shipping. If you build it, they will come. Yeah. Kevin Costner. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, that'll do it for Slices. Stay tuned. Up next. Derek Webb and Sandra McCracken, otherwise known as the Musical Webb. <laughs> their husband and wife. <laughs> In case you didn't know. If Sarah's a choice, yeah, give him the choice, but do never mind. I take the cover to cover every single time. How could I love you less now that I know you more? So. Listening to Said the Whale. The song is Loveless. Oh. Joshua Luhan Loveless. They wrote a song about him. <laughs> Derek Webb and Sandra McCracken are both notable solo artists, but together uh, they've released two EPs, Ampersand and TN. Uh, Derek needs no introduction to the podcast uh, listeners. He's performed several times. We've had shows with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his wife, Sandra, is a respectable singer songwriter who's written songs for Cademan's Call and has released a handful of albums on her own. McCracken has been likened to artists like Joni Mitchell, Emmylou Harris, Johnny Cash, though she doesn't have as gravelly of a voice. (laughs) Performing from You to Me, here are Derek Webb and Sandra McCracken.
That was Derek Webb and Sandra McCracken. Stay tuned. Up next, Derek Webb and Sandra McCracken. Mixing things up back to back. Don't miss it. You're listening to Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. The song is Man on Fire. Ouch. When Derek Webb and Sandra McCracken came to our studio to perform the, or record these songs for the podcast, we also filmed them. If you head over to Relevant TV or our YouTube channel, you can watch both of these songs. One take, beautifully lit, beautifully shot. It really turned out pretty awesome. You're, gonna, you're definitely going to see them. Performing Watch Your Mouth, here are Derek Webb and Sandra McCracken. You know I'd rather fight with you If that's the only way to you Oh, I'm not lying So be careful when you talk to me You know you never know And I've always loved to lie to you But I'm not lying now We could start again Me 
That was Derek Webb and Sandra McCracken. Remember, you can check out these videos and more at relevant.tv. You're listening to Regina Spector. The song is Don't Leave Me. I won't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay, it's time for your feedback. Last time, we asked you to tell us about your best summer ever. Uh, You went over to the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com and posted your replies there. We also threw this question up yesterday on our Facebook page, and a few of you replied there as well. Here's a few of our favorites. Okay, uh, Jason said that his first summer, and this is reading it, it's pretty disgusting, but his first, su- the summer started off as the worst because he went to the Gulf Shores in Alabama on a beach senior trip. Um, and he was a, a novice uh, at going to the beach. Evidently, that wasn't something that Jason did a lot. So he didn't wear any sunscreen. And uh, he says that he got burned on every square inch of his body except for the skin under my circa 1988 short, short swim trunks. Uh, so we're probably looking about 80% coverage there uh, in, in, in sunburn. He is the 10%. He said, yeah. His, luckily, his 10% was saved. Uh, and it was 1988, so I'm pretty sure the skin under his soul patch was fine, too. Um, so uh, anyway, he, he said it was this, – this is where it gets gross – I, maybe I shouldn't go into the details. He had blisters everywhere uh, on his face, everywhere. Oh. Uh, he, he was having trouble sleeping, getting in and out of the car. So the first couple days uh, were just awful. But at one point, he he began to shed, and he could peel skin off his legs. And for some reason, as a high school uh, kid, um, he thought this was a really cool trick to show his friends uh, to see his skin peeling. Like I said, he's a novice uh, sunbather. So he said the trip ended up awesome, but those first couple days were really awful. It's horrible. So wear sunscreen this summer, listeners. <laughs> AJ Moore worked at a summer camp once, and he said he got to be in charge of the zip lines and 100 foot slip and slides. Oh, fun. Oh, best wow. summer ever. I know. Wait, in charge? Like he must have been like a camp counselor or something. So he was the person that would get to. Let I would. Te- I would quote push unquote, people down test everything. Them, like every half hour. <laughs> right. Make sure. By the way, everyone got to test the zip line and water slide again. Still good. Well, I'm going to close it down for 15 minutes. Uh, it's got some more testing to do. L. Spinardi commented, "My favorite summer was when I was eight, and we attended a family camp." And at that camp, some person had a brilliant idea of leading the kids on a Bigfoot chase. They dressed a man in an ape costume and had the kids <laughs> and I follow its tracks across the woods. And uh, El Spinardi says, I was excited because I legitimately believed I was chasing Bigfoot. About two hours into it, we found, quote unquote, Bigfoot. And I am not ashamed to say that I ran back to the tent crying questioning my belief in Bigfoot. I guess he found out it was a guy in a suit. So he started questioning his belief in Bigfoot, Santa Claus, the Tooth Fairy, and all other supposed real how, stories my parents told me. So how did, how, did you, how did you find out that the Easter Bunny was not real? I, don't, I never believed in the Easter Bunny. I, from the get-go, I was like, this is bananas. Really? Yeah. What about- no, eggs. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why I didn't believe. They, my mom gave bananas in an Easter basket. <laughs> Um, it's interesting, this guy, uh, El Spinardi, has uh, a little footnote to his comment. He said, oh, and by the way, I'm 16. I have been listening for four years. My family and I are subscribed to the magazine, and I admit this has been my first comment in the four years I have been listening. So he's a lazy listener. And then he says, I am truly the Jesse of listeners. <laughs> oh! <laughs> well, hey, if it's any uh, consolation to El Spinardi... Uh, with the Bigfoot uh, thing, there are a group of 40-year-old men 
um, that also still chase Bigfoot on a weekly basis. And you can actually watch them on television. So don't feel so bad that you were had as an eight-year-old. Yeah. Um, th- I think they won a couple Oscars, not biz. So they're doing all right. Um, uh, Rachel, real quick, this is not to do the summer, but it is feedback on the last podcast. Because uh, we've made reference to the Rio MP3 player. Yeah. Yeah. I think we, we told everyone that they were inadvertently preloaded. Uh, with the relevant podcast. That's why our numbers are so high. Um, Rachel said uh, she totally had a Rio MP3 player. So she's that one person. Um, uh, she said she asked for an iPod for Christmas, but got the Rio instead. So oh, sorry about that. That's sorry boring. for bringing up the bad memory. Uh, Kiki Pounds just put 2008. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> no explanation. <laughs> None needed. <laughs> If it's the best All one, I can answer. say is it was 2008. <laughs> well, we asked. She answered. Yeah. All right. That'll do it for last week's uh, feedback. If you want to join the conversation, add your own, or read the rest of them, hit up the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com or check out the Facebook page and scroll down. Okay. It's time for this week's editorial question of the week. Earlier in the podcast, we were talking about those of you who are favorite listeners, the 10%. Those of you who support the podcast by subscribing to our magazine. And we thought we want to do something for y'all. We want we, we think that the podcast should have not a line of merchandise, but a few <laughs> items. You know, a few items. I was thinking, because I use mugs every day, hey, let's do a podcast mug. Um, Maya doesn't like the shipping charges on that item. Uh, <laughs> so we figured we would throw it open to you. What item would you like to see us produce? For real, like not water jetpacks, but like an actual like podcast. Do you want a poster? Do you want a mug? Do you want a t-shirt? Do you, do you, what, what would you actually want if we were to produce it and put it up at relevantstore.com? Uh, what do you want from the podcast? I wonder if anyone would buy a vinyl of all of the Jesse Carey outtakes. Or all the different ways that Cameron says it's the week of. No, because they're the exact same every week. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you have it to guess like, the it week. sounds like a broken record. <laughs> oh. Oh. That's nice. I, I kid, I kid. The worst, the worst vinyl in the history of the world after the Prometheus soundtrack uh-huh. would be <laughs> Jesse Carey outros back-to-back nonstop for 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, would, I, I still want to see the relevant podcast... Uh, a glue on soul patch, and I would also wouldn't mind seeing an eye patch either. Oh, <laughs> patch of yeah. hair made out of hair. I mean, whatever direction <laughs> it would look like a really long eyebrow that just <laughs> drapes over your eye. It's a soul patch that doubles as an eye patch. <laughs> I think the relevant podcast. Uh, we should do a relevant podcast. Aluminum can koozie. Mm. Oh yeah, because that's classy. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> that's good. So anyway. We would love to hear from you. Head over to the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com and post your suggestions there. Maybe we'll, we'll do it like Kickstarter style. We could do Maybe like we a... we can actually start a Kickstarter. There you go. We could do like like an iPhone case since most people listen to their iPhone. Do they? Yeah. I thought they were listening on the Rio. Oh. We well, then we can case. do a Rio case. case. We do an iPad or an iPhone case <laughs> that looks like a Rio case. Yeah, we, yeah, we spend all this money just for Rio cases for MP3 players that don't exist just because it was a funny joke. <laughs> we make 100,000 of them. I like it. Um, yeah, uh, tell us there. And actually, we'll post this question also on our Facebook page. Uh, find us on Facebook. So uh, before we wrap up, I uh, wanted to give a quick update about Micro Monday. Uh, so the, the podcast listeners, two weeks ago, we told you about a goal we had to commit one day to funding a crazy amount of microfinance loans, fund, uh, doing projects through World Vision Micro. And uh, our goal was in one day to raise $100,000. Probably on the podcast should have talked about it prior to 48 hours before we were starting. Um, hindsight. Uh, we've seen actually a lot of tweets from people who were catching up on the podcast and like, oh, I missed it. I would have loved to have participated, you know. But um, so, so while we didn't meet our crazy goal... We were able to, in 24 hours, raise $23,000, uh, which is not a small amount of money and has changed uh, a lot of lives. I believe we were, yeah, we were able to actually, because of Micro Monday, on one day, uh, fund over 60 loans. Fully. Fully. And these loans are uh, anywhere from 250 to $500. Even up to 1000 on some of them. You right. Know? And so... 
because of er- I, everyone's efforts together, we were able to actually impact 60 lives, small business owners. Well, not just 60 lives, their families. Their families. Their, yeah. their communities, yeah. and which is really exciting. I, I had fun going in throughout the day and um, swooping in at the very end and mm-hmm. finishing the loans. <laughs> So like I could just you know oh they're twenty dollars away and I would just I'd close it out. It was really exciting to see everyone doing that all all day on Twitter on Facebook. People getting so excited like hey I helped I helped finish this uh, this loan today and I'm you know now this person can buy more clothes for their boutique shop and uh, and send their daughter to school and just everyone just really got into it. That was really really great. Um, so yeah, if you missed Micro Monday though, the actual calendar day, there you can still you help can people still, in the world. You can you still can, help people. Yeah. You can help little ladies cross we the did, street. Apparently, in one day we did not solve poverty. No, we apparently. didn't fix it. Yeah. Um, so there's still an opportunity to participate. We made a heck of a dent, <laughs> and uh, poverty is scared. You know, it is starting to second guess relevant in the podcast <laughs> listeners. Um, no, but really, if you if you if you still go to that site, our Micro Monday page, which is uh, relevantmagazine.com slash Micro Monday, you can still help us uh, reach that goal. So, um, and and the cool thing is too, if you go there specifically through that page, um, we chip in the first ten dollars of of the uh, donation. So, right. so if you know, take the ten that we're starting out with, add. 25 on top or whatever you want to give. And, and it's just a way of kind of propelling the impact, which is really cool. So we just want to say thank you uh, to everyone who participated. Thank you for, um, for contributing that day. Um, we were excited to see $23,000 uh, be raised. We, we will do this again. Uh, maybe not microfinance. Maybe we tackle other things. Now that poverty's scared, you know, maybe we go, go serve notice to things like disease. But uh, we'll do this again. Uh, maybe not uh, microfinance. Uh, we'll take on some other ones. But it was really fun in one day, short attention span, to to raise awareness about an opportunity and uh, and and see our our audience rally around it. And that was really cool. A couple of housekeeping notes. Uh, some of you uh, might have noticed a change in our in our in our lineup here in the last few weeks. Uh, Ryan Ham, our uh, managing editor for the last few years, uh, uh, otherwise known as Hambone. Um, hasn't been on the podcast, and that is, uh, I figured we'd bring up why. He and his wife are moving on to some new adventures, and he's um, basically abandoning all of you. <laughs> uh, that's, the, that's the official story, but the reality is, is that Calvin hamboned Hambone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he, it was the, the straw that broke the camel's back, and, uh, or I was, and that's why he left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I kept, Just I kept your presence. Yeah, I kept messing with him during the recording. Yeah, and it's like, let me have your headphones. I like those. No, those sound better. Can I use your <laughs> mic? He just announced, "I'm out of here," and walked out the yeah. door. Yeah. I can't work like this. So anyway, we will uh, we'll miss him um, and wish him all the best in his new adventures. And uh, so there you go. Some people on Twitter have, have uh, conjectured why he hadn't been around the last couple weeks. That's why he'll still be around a little bit. He, I think there's a couple interviews that he did. Um, that are upcoming on some podcasts. Kind of like so, uh, the Tupac hologram mm-hmm. at Coachella. It's, it's our <laughs> hand-boned version of that. The po- posthumous release of an album. Right, right. <laughs> Except he's not dead. Right. Thank you for clearing that up. He's dead to us, though. Aww. No? Too soon? Ever? Oh. Ever, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Many thanks to Derek Webb and Sandra McCracken for coming through. Their husband and wife. <laughs> <laughs> They don't have the same last name, so I just thought I'd remind everyone. <laughs> They're married for a couple of years. More than that. They have kids. Uh, their new EP uh, called TN, uh, you can find it at their individual websites, DerekWebb.com and SandraMcCracken.com. Or they should they should just go ahead and get McCrackenandWeb.com. You should get and just send them info <laughs> send for Send the it. bill. Here's the login info, and you owe me twelve ninety five. Yeah, McCrackenandWeb.com. <laughs> On that note, we'll wrap it up. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Maya Strang. I'm Kevin Costner. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm his soul patch. <laughs> <laughs> for Chad Michael Snavely. We'll see you next week. Seven in the right feet Cause you'll be making me rich
Thanks for listening to The Relevant Podcast. For more, go to relevantmagazine.com. Concussions are concerning, but this whole aqua-powered jetpack thing really got me down.